you online if you can't see. They are purposed, kingdom-focused, belonging, big-hearted, and courageous. The great values, huh? They come from Ephesians 4, where it talks about being mature in the Lord. And we reckon that that sums up or exemplifies someone who is mature in the Lord. What do you reckon? Sounds good, eh? Yeah. You might like to look at that and think, is that, is that me? You know, in, in Ephesians 4, it says, so that we will not be tossed around or blown about by every wind of new teaching. We need to be mature in the Lord. We need to exemplify our values. And so I get to talk today on Anzac Day about courageous, smack bang in the center, that one there, courageous. How do you like that? I like it. Courageous. Let's... Thank you, Kit. That's great. Courageous. Look at that. Audacious. Gutsy. Spirited. Bold. Daring. Secure. Confident in God. Knowing who I am. Big thinking. Innovative. Original. Influencer. Leader. How do you like that? Is that you? Is it you? I want it to be me. Sounds good. The quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, without allowing fear to dictate their behavior, bravery. There is still fear involved here. To have the courage to act or stand on one's convictions, it is to act in accordance with one's beliefs in spite of criticism or perceived negative outcomes. Or as Sheridan would put it, to cross over that chicken line. To cross over the chicken line is to be courageous. Who has seen Back to the Future? A long time ago, it's a little while since I've seen it, the movie Back to the Future. Do you remember Marty McFly? Marty McFly there in Back to the Future. And there is one little word that triggers him off. It gets him going. And it's the word chicken. Chicken. When he is called chicken, he's is like, Oop, something triggers within him. And he's like, he turns around and he, he gives his, you know, he probably, you know, tries to look like the lion there where he's feeling, actually feeling like the pussycat. And he goes, nobody calls me chicken. And then he's like, you know, comes at them. But he's, he's actually doing it in, in intrepidation. He's fearful, but he's like, I'm going to cross that chicken line. Is that you? Or what is it that triggers you? What is it that triggers you to cross that chicken line? And so I want to share a little bit around somebody's life this morning. The life of a warrior. The life of a warrior. I like the word warrior. I would like, I like to think that I'm a warrior chick, actually. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Often fearful. <laughs> Often fearful, but I've got that lion right there within me. Warrior. Joshua. Joshua. There's a whole lot of warriors that I'd like to talk about. I love Deborah in the Bible and Esther and David. And anyway, we're going to talk about Joshua. Joshua today, a little bit of Joshua's life. I won't talk about all of his life because it will be here all day and all night and probably all week. But anyway, 
the Israelites are stuck in Egypt. If you don't know the story of Joshua, we start right from the beginning. The Israelites are stuck there in Egypt. They're in slavery. It's not a good place to be. And God goes and calls Moses. He says, Moses, I need somebody to lead the people out. And so Moses, he then crosses the chicken line. Great, good going, Moses. He he didn't want to. He did not want to. You need to read a little bit of his story. That's amazing. But he crossed the chicken line. And after a series of miracles, amazing, a series of miracles take place, the Israelites get out of Egypt. They're out free. Yay. Then they're on their way. They're on the journey to the promised land. What God has said, there's a promised land there for you. They're on that journey. Joshua is here. And he was, it says that he's around 40 years old when they, when, they, um, leave the, when they leave Egypt and they set out on this journey. They come to the promised land, right? And so Moses is like, right, I need some spies to go in and we need to work out how we're going to you know, take them out. How are we going to defeat, take this, uh, do this battle and take the victory? And so 12 spies go in. Joshua is one of the spies. He says, Joshua, I need you. Caleb is another one and 10 other blokes. They go in. It's pretty scary stuff. They're spies, right? They're undercover. They've got the trench coats on and they're, they're sunnies, and, you know, they're, they're undercover. They're doing their spy detective work. And so they're in there and then they come out and they give the report of, you know, how are we going to take this land because God said, you're going to take it. The report comes, and 10 of them are like, oh, it's too much. There's giants in there, for goodness sake. There's, we can't do this. I, don't, I, don't, I can't see a way through. Joshua and Caleb are there, and they're like, yeah, there's giants, but come on, we were born for this. We can do this. Come on, let's do it. Come on, God said then we can do it. They've got the warrior spirit. They've got, they're stepping into, over the, over the chicken line, stepping into being courageous. I want to just encourage us right now. What are we speaking? What is our report? What's the report coming from our lips? Is it a courageous report coming from our lips? Are we speaking at courageously and are we speaking faith-filled? Anyway, what results? God says, oh, for goodness sake. The majority of them, 10 of them, are like, no, we can't do it. So he says, right, have your way then. If you say you can't do it, then don't do it then. So off they go on a journey around in the wilderness for 40 years. And he said, the only people that are going to enter into the promised land are these two. Joshua and Caleb, because they gave a good report. They had to go and put up with the 40 years in the wilderness. But anyway, we, we go, and go and we follow Joshua again. And here we are in the wilderness. We're still on the journey. It's not easy. He's having a bit of a rough time. But here we have the, what we call a tent of meeting. A tent of meeting is set up so that Moses can enter it and meet with the Lord. And in Exodus 33, verse 11, if you're taking note, Exodus 33, verse 11 says, inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face. 
Wow. Face to face as one speaks to a friend. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp. Get this. But the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. Joshua leaves. He's had this great meeting with God face-to-face in this tent of meeting where only, Joshua, or only Moses and Joshua can go and only the high priests can go into this tent of meeting. And then Moses goes out and it talks here as if like this is a usual thing. He goes in, Moses goes out, and Joshua stays behind. Joshua is hanging out here with God Almighty Face to face, I would like to have been a fly on that wall of that tent to know what took place between Joshua and God. But isn't that beautiful? Joshua hung out with God. Is this me? Is this you? Known to just stay and linger, hang out with God. Is this our lives? What is God imparting into Joshua as he's spending this time with his God. You know, this reminds me, Acts chapter 4 talks about Peter and John, and um, they were known for their boldness because it says in Acts chapter 4, it says um, that they were recognized as ones who had been with Jesus. People were like, whoa, whoa, what is it with these this courageous young men, Peter and John? And they recognize, oh, they've been with Jesus. Is that what people say about us, about our lives? Are we known to linger and hang out with God? I believe that's a key to being courageous. So anyway, we carry on in the journey with Joshua. Moses grows old and he knows that his time is near, his nigh to him passing away. And so he says, God, I need another leader. We need another leader to lead the way, to lead these, there's four million Israelites. Imagine that, our whole country. Of course you need a leader, goodness me. And they're giving bad reports and all of that. But anyway, I need another leader. And look what takes place. Numbers 24, verse 8, sorry, Numbers 27, try that again. Numbers 27, verse 18. The Lord replied to Moses' request, and he says, take who? Joshua. Take Joshua, who has the spirit in him. I like that. Take Joshua. Why? Because he's got the spirit in him. He's been lingering. He's been hanging out with God. He's got the spirit in him. Have we got the spirit of God within us? I hope so. I hope so. I don't want to do one day without the spirit of God within me. So Moses then dies. And now, okay, should we do it? Oh, thank you. Okay. But anyway, but now Joshua takes up the lead. Joshua takes up the lead. And at, um, at, he is now around 80 years old. He's still a warrior. He's still a warrior, Brian. 80 years old. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> He's still a warrior. 
and he's spending, he's still spending time intimately with his God. God has been imparting revelation to Joshua. You know, Joshua would have seen a whole lot of people die around him, right? Because God said, you know, most of them are going to die. Apart from those that are under 20, they're going to die and they're not going to get to enter. Joshua's been to a whole lot of funerals. He's had a tough time out there in the wilderness. 40 years. It's got to be hard going, right? So I know sometimes life can be really tough. I was going to say feel like it's tough, but it can be tough. It is tough. He's had a tough time. And so this is where I want to pick it up. He's had a tough time, but he's called to be a leader. And so here we have Joshua chapter 1. Verses 6 and nine, six to 9. God is speaking to Joshua. Joshua is meeting with his God. God says, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. For you're the one who will lead these people to possess all the land. I swore to their ancestors, I'll give them. What does he do again? He says it again. Be strong and and very courageous. Now look at what he says. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book. That's the Bible. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. And only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. That's important information right there. And then he says again, in case Joshua hadn't got it. Maybe he hadn't got it. Maybe he was incredibly fearful. Maybe he was feeling discouraged. This is my command, says God. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. But then God backs it up. He says, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Not only was God going to say over and over and over, repeat himself again and again, but he's like, I'm not going to ditch you. I'm not going to leave you. No matter what, no matter when you feel like the days where you feel like, where are you, God? He is with you. Wherever you go, wherever you go, he will not leave you. He will not leave you. He will be with you. He will be our strength. He will be imparting courage We've got to stand on the word. We've got to stand on the truth. A command there. Be strong and courageous. But verse 7 and 8. Careful to obey all the instructions. Don't turn to the left or right. Study the book. Continually meditate on it. Day and night. So you'll be sure to obey everything in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. I feel like God is saying that to us, the church, right now. 
Don't stray to the left or right. You've got to meditate on it. You've got to impart revelation into you. Meditate every single day. Impart the revelation. Hang out with me. Make that a usual. Come into my presence. Talk with me. Listen to me. Make that an everyday thing. And as a result, you will be courageous. You will be strong and courageous. But that's got to go hand in hand. Relationship and revelation. Relationship and revelation. Hanging out with God as our usual. As our usual. Knowing his word. Not only knowing it, knowing him and walking in his word. Obeying it. John Chapter 8, verse 44 says, Know the truth because the father of lies, that is Satan, the enemy, the father of lies will keep trying to deceive us. He will keep trying. And in fact, he's trying right now. He's going to keep trying and to deceive you. So that's why it is so important that we know the truth, that we know his word. Otherwise, we will be easily deceived. We will easily go to the left and the right. And then Jesus said in John 8, 32, that the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. So we've got to stand on the word, meditate on the word, have relationship with him, hang out with him and stand on his word, revelation, continual revelation, so that we will not waver. We will not be blown and tossed about. We will not be deceived. We will not be taken out, but we will take the victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So does our relationship with God, or does our revelation from God trigger us to be courageous? Does it trigger you to be courageous? Another thing I want to point out is that Joshua, I already pointed out, Joshua has the Spirit of God in him. It says He was chosen. Pick Joshua. Take Joshua. Let him be my leader. He's got the Spirit of God in him. I want to remind us, you know, we're, we're, we're focusing on back to the future, back to Pentecost, in order to move forward, in order to be, to be able to stand firm, and in order to walk out our values, in order to be wherever, whenever, being like Jesus, we've got to be filled with the Spirit. We've got to be baptized in the Spirit. In Acts chapter 1 and, and 2, you know, just like Joshua is filled with the Spirit, is a man of the Spirit. Acts chapter 1 and Acts chapter 2, I encourage you to read it. That it, it says that Jesus is saying to his disciples, he says, I, don't, I want you to go and tell everybody. I want you to tell everybody. He says to us, the church, tell everybody. I want you to tell everybody about me. But I want you to be first filled baptized in the Holy Spirit. Don't go until you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want you to wait to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and then go. Go for your lives. Go for your lives. And what takes place is they're baptized in the Holy Spirit. And and you see, we read, I encourage you to read it, Acts chapter 1, 2, and then read more. Oh, you see the boldness that comes from that, the courageousness that comes from that when we are baptised in the Holy Spirit, to be able to be wherever, whenever, 
being like Jesus, courageous. I reckon the church needs a little bit of YOLO. A little bit of YOLO. Who knows what YOLO is? You only live once. YOLO in the right sense, okay? YOLO in the right sense. We need a little bit. I know I need a little bit of YOLO. You know, like today is never going to happen again. Seize the day. I'm only going to live once on this earth. I carry on into eternity with my heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for that. But I only live once here on this earth in this flesh and this, this skin. I'm only going to live once. What have I got to lose? I need to remind myself of that. YOLO. YOLO. What have I got to lose? Let's cross over the chicken line. What is going to happen if I cross over that chicken line? Yeah, maybe I'll get a little bit hurt. But so what? I only live once. YOLO. YOLO. I reckon the church needs to rise up with a bit of YOLO. Rising up and saying, come on. What if I tell that person that Jesus loves them? What if? What if I may get spat at, maybe? Well, I can wash that off. YOLO. Maybe it's going to change that person's destiny. Maybe. Maybe somebody is spending time with that person and praying for them, asking God to place people around them. Maybe I'm the one. Maybe. YOLO. I only live once, or you only live once. True community transformation won't happen if the church is not courageous. True community transformation. He has called us to go. He has called us to be obedient. He's called us to hang out with him, to impart revelation on a continual basis and to cross the chicken line, to be courageous. What is on the other side of our courageousness? What's on the other side? For Joshua, the promised land was on the other side. The promised land. He only lived once. Yet he crossed that chicken line. He crossed it and he took them into the promised land. Damon McKenzie. Man, we were at the rugby the other night. Yes. What was on the other side of his courageousness of like, man, this whole game is on me right now. He could have just walked off and said, I know I'm not playing. (laughs) I've had enough. (laughs) It's too much pressure. But instead he rose to it. He said, come on. I was born for this. It's such a time as this. I'm going to get that kick over that penalty goal and I'm going to win the game. What is on the other side of our courageousness? Simple word of encouragement. Maybe praying for healing for somebody. Maybe giving somebody a hug. I don't know, whatever it is. What's on the other side? Ten seconds across the chicken line can change your destiny and other people's destiny. And we need to remember if fear is not a factor then courage is not required. There is fear. There's fear. Are we going to cross over the chicken line? In order to be courageous, we need to activate courage. Do we push through? 
Do we push through to cross over or are we too comfy? Do we hang out on this side of the chicken line, live our lives on this side and never cross over? What's on the other side of it? You know, God spoke to me in 1995 in my year in Bible college and I was struggling with a whole lot of insecurities and not believing in myself and that's probably a, a continual journey in itself. And God spoke to me and he said, Jan, who are you to limit me? In a beautiful, loving way, he said it. Not in a horrible way. It was like, Jan, I want to do something in and through your life. Who are you to limit me? To go, no, I don't want to, God. I don't, I don't want to. Jan, who are you to limit me? Who are you to limit God? What's on the other side of your courageousness? Where do you need to rise up in the spirit and take hold of courage? Maybe it's saying hi to somebody at church around you. Maybe somebody's come in today and they're feeling alone. And maybe you're there and and God's prompting you to say hi to them. Maybe that's courageousness for somebody here. Maybe praying for a workmate. Maybe not joining in, slamming the boss at work on Tuesday. Maybe saying yes to God, taking the next step. Maybe it's giving. Maybe Global Legacy is coming up in June. Maybe uh, we need to step into some courageous giving. Maybe it's a business deal. Maybe changing your language. I had to work on that one. Stopping putting yourself down or putting others down. Going for that new career. Maybe that's a courageous step for you. Telling that person how much God loves them, prophesying words of knowledge. Maybe it's joining a church team. Maybe that's a courageous step for you today. Maybe it's joining an Activate group, a small group, or starting one up. Maybe it's booking in for a Sozo prayer ministry. Maybe it's booking in to see a a counsellor. Maybe it's dropping a fence. Maybe that's courageous for you today to forgive someone. Maybe it's going to the prayer gathering. On the 4th of May, I'm going to be there. Be strong and courageous. We're called to be strong and courageous and mature in our faith. We will get a few bumps and bruises. I'm sure Damien McKenzie had a few bumps and bruises. We will get some, but YOLO. YOLO. You only live once. Let's rise up in the spirit and cross over the chicken line and be courageous. I want to finish with giving a couple of invitations. You may be here today and you don't know what it is to have relationship with Jesus. Today, that might be a courageous step for you to go, I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. I want to live in relationship with, with God, with, with Jesus who, who gave his life for me. I want to know him more. I want to be like Joshua and know what it is to hang out with him and to have revelation imparted. If that's you today, I want um, everyone to close your eyes, give privacy to the person on your left or your right. If you want to respond to him, or you may even like to respond if you're online today. I want to respond and say, I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. I'd love you to give me a wave. I'd love to pray for you. Is there anyone here saying yes to God? Starts with a yes. Starts with a yes. Is there anyone here? 
Thank you, Lord, for your courage. Second invitation I want to give out is that we talked about Joshua as a man in the Spirit, about the importance of baptism in the Spirit. Relationship, revelation, baptism in the Spirit. I want to give invitation. If you've never been baptised in the Spirit, we read about in Acts 1 and 2. You want to be filled with the Spirit. and Jesus said, I want to send my Spirit to give you boldness, to give you courage. Also, to give you comfort. He's the great comforter. To encourage you every day. I wouldn't want to do one day without fresh impartation of His Spirit within me. Is there anyone here that would like to be baptised in the Holy Spirit? Awesome. Thank you. Fantastic. Anyone else? Awesome. Fantastic. That's great. Awesome. Cool. And I want to encourage us, before I pray, the church, you know, for me, to be able to step out courageously, and I don't get it right all the time, that is for sure. I've got to consistently go, come on, Jan, step over that chicken line, and sometimes I don't. But I'm not going to give up trying. I'm not going to give up trying. But something I need to do each and every day is not only hang out with Him, hang out with God, ask for His His revelation, spend time in His Word, know His truth, stand in His truth. But something also I do is say, God, fill me afresh, Holy Spirit. I cannot do today without You, Holy Spirit. I need a fresh impartation of You, Holy Spirit. I need a fresh impartation of Your boldness, of Your courage, of whatever I need to do today. I need it. I need it. I need it. And I feel like there's a whole, uh, uh, there's a a cry. Prophetically, I feel that God is saying to the church that He is asking us for a greater cry, a greater cry from our heart, a, a hunger rising up within us, a cry from our heart to go, God, YOLO, YOLO. I want to live for You today. I want to cross that chicken line today. I want to stand for You. I want to to make a difference for You today. Would You fill me afresh today? Would You give me courage today? Would You help me to to walk and and keep in step with You, Holy Spirit? And says in Galatians 5.25, keep in step with Him each and every day. So I want to encourage us as as I pray now for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If that's you, if you will say, yeah, I want a fresh cry of my heart to rise up each and every day. I want you to stand with me. And those that um, that put their hand up to be baptised in the Spirit, would you stand with me? I want to pray for us, the church. A heart's cry. Is there anyone? No one wants a heart's cry to live for God, keeping in step with Him fresh impartation each and every day, marked by being courageous. Father, I thank You for Your call to ask the church to be courageous for You. 
I thank You for the example of Joshua. I thank You uh, that You have called us to hang out with You. How cool is that? Give us strength every day to, to put You first, to hang out with You, to listen to You, to, to talk with You, to, to stand on Your Word, to, to meditate on Your Word day and night, to, to listen to it, to read it, to know Your Word and to obey it. Thank You, Father, for Your Word. Thank You, Father, for Your Spirit. Thank You that You have called us to walk and keep in step with Your Spirit. Thank You that You don't want us to do it alone, that You said You'll never leave us. And so I thank You for a baptism of Your Spirit upon Your church right now. In the Name of Jesus, a fresh impartation upon each and every one as we cry out from our heart today to You. Fill us, Holy Spirit. Fill us afresh. Thank You, Holy Spirit, that You are the great and mighty warrior who, who won the victory. We stand in Your victory. We receive Your strength. We receive Your Spirit right now. We receive fresh impartation of Your courage right now in Jesus' mighty Name. Bless and protect Your church in Jesus' Name. In Jesus' Name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. I want to encourage you, church, to keep a fresh cry from our heart each and every day. Do not let that go stale. A fresh cry from our heart each and every day. 24-7 relationship and, and revelation. Relationship and revelation. And to be courageous. Amen. What a great message. Thank you so much. I love all of those verses about stepping into, into the promised land. And it starts in Exodus 3 with a, a conversation between Moses and God. And God says, I've heard the cry of my people. And isn't that amazing that the God that we serve hears our cry? But I've often thought He also hears the cry of the people who don't know Him yet. He hears a solo mum who's struggling at home by herself. He hears your boss who's got bills right up to his eyeballs. He hears your family members who are lost and they're crying out to God, God, if you were real, would you? And God says that he hears the cries of his people and he has come down. And then the next verse I don't like because he says, I'm sending you. I'm like, surely you've got a better plan. And that message today about being courageous is because He hears the cries of your family, of your school, of your workplace, of your neighbourhood, of our city, of our nation. And He says, I'm sending you. And so could we be courageous? Could we have a conversation with somebody? Could we maybe even make it a little bit awkward? I heard someone say one time, the, uh, past the point of awkwardness is friendship. Could you be awkward for a moment? Invite someone. Talk about what God's doing in your life. It could just be that 10 seconds over the chicken line that will change your life, but also theirs. Amazing. I want to let you know if you are visiting with us, if you're a newcomer here today, 
Make sure you connect with our team on the way out. You can grab a bag. We'd love to be able to connect with you. If you're needing prayer, our amazing prayer team will be at the front at the end of this gathering. But you know what? I reckon we can stand and finish with a little bit of praise. So come on, before we go out and hang out and meet somebody, why don't you stand up as a team lead us? You are closer. You are closer. Closer than the air I breathe. You are with me. With me for eternity. And I can't stop. And I won't stop. Dreaming bigger than I see. And I can't stop. You give me a reason to dance and sing. God, you're here and you live in me. This is reality. I am free. God, you're here and you live in me. Everybody jump. Chicken, bumps. Let's be awkward this week and tell someone about Jesus. Bless you, church.